1: time to get outside this is ksl outdoors brought to you by beer river lodge two hours of stories and information on hunting fishing and high adventure our host is tim hughes on ksl news radio welcome back to another edition of ksl outdoors radio good morning it is a brand new day and uh reminder we're recording this on thursday so as we speak i think we're still dusting up all of the uh, leftover snow <laughs> from yeah, still quite a dumping yeah. on Wednesday. Uh, nice to have you listening today. But as we look out the window uh, today on Thursday, blue sky, sunshine, and although the mountains look like they're still yeah. socked in, they may be getting more snow today.
2: Yeah, and you had to do a long jump to get up onto the sidewalk from the street. Uh, There's so much muck out. No, there. Cri- no kidding. And we're
1: waiting, waiting uh, for the snowplows to come into our neighborhood so we can get out. Uh, in easy fashion, but I'm afraid that's going to put a mountain of snow right in front of my driveway, which is going to be a whole other problem. Tim Hughes here in the studio of Broadcast House in downtown Salt Lake City, and as you just heard, Russ Smith. Yeah, back, good morning. Back with us after yeah. a couple of weeks. We've missed
2: you. Yeah, we've had a lot of things going on in, yeah. in our life. Uh, my, I think he, my dad passed away back yeah. on the 11th, and then we had the funeral, and now I'm the executor. <laughs> <laughs> So the the real family fun begins. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Don't if, ever do that. <laughs> if, you,
1: if you thought sharing cabins was tough, huh? yeah. Uh, hope it goes smoothly for you. So the question is, where is Navidomskis? Well, yeah, where is he? the last time I saw him, he was uh, on skis in Steamboat, Colorado. I know that because my wife Becky and I spent uh, four great days down there what? with uh, Navi and Gail. I think he's probably still on the skis, aren't you?
3: absolutely tim i'm still on the skis i got a beautiful sunny day with three inches new and i'm coming down ted's ridge right now
1: ah ted's ridge i love that run um yeah yeah uh, we had some great days there a couple of sunny days and then uh on uh, the last day had some good snow that uh, came and we ate some good food so that's what that's what it's all about right
3: Absolutely. Like, I didn't even know it was Thursday until you called me.
1: (laughs) As it should be when you're in retirement. Explain to people why this is an annual pilgrimage for you to Steamboat.
3: Well, first I want to see, can you hear me? Because I'm doing turns hard right now.
1: I hear you, but don't fall down. I don't want to be blamed for this.
3: All right. Let me pull to a stop right here on this ridge. Good. No, it's an annual, annual thing since my kids were little. Of uh, going back to '96, we've come out here for Presidents' Day, literally every year, and it's been just wonderful. And now my kids have grown up, and gone and I, we come out for ten days. Yeah, because uh, we're retired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you haven't normally stayed for ten days, but this year you're doing it because of uh, retirement. How many ski days now? Today is forty-four zero. Forty ski days awesome. and plenty of yeah. skiing left. Uh, I'm sure you're a little bummed out that you're not here with uh, people blasting through four feet of new snow, though.
3: Yeah, 100%. I missed that big one. I'll tell you what. I got woken up at 5 a.m. because my phone is still connected to Davis High, and they called me to tell me that it's going to be a late start because there's too much snow. Oh,
1: no. (laughs) Uh, Well... uh, Block the call. How's that? Just take it out of your... I didn't even
3: know they still had my number, but I loved it, actually. It was fun.
1: That's funny. Here's the other reason you uh, go to uh, to Steamboat and the reason that we tag along. And it's another one of those selling points for uh, the Icon Pass. Because you not only, if you get the Icon Pass, which cost, I don't know what it was, just short of $900 for the entire season... You're it gonna, was seven eighty nine. Seven eighty nine. So you are going to get seven days at Deer Valley, seven days at Snowbird Alta, seven days at Brighton, a season pass at Solitude, and among the resorts outside the state, Steamboat is also a season pass. And I think the uh, day pass charge was over two hundred dollars.
3: Yeah, two twenty nine today if you wanted to ski on a weekday. But with this epic pass, good heavens, we'll just ski in forever.
1: So, if you skied 10 days, just to make the math easy, that's two hundred and thirty or $2,300. Uh, and you paid under 800 for the pass, and you still get to do all that other skiing. I mean, it, it really is a no-brainer for people that haven't considered it.
3: Right. And the, the only question people ask anymore is Epic or Icon. And I just say both.
1: Well, uh, here's an example. You could get both the Epic and the Icon for less than it would have cost you to ski 10 days at uh, <laughs> at Steamboat. Again, it, it ends up being a no-brainer, and then you can take a look up in the mountains and go, yeah, not today. Or if you want to sleep in, you eat a late breakfast, you get on the skis, you ski for a couple of hours, you go back to the condo or go home, and you don't feel so bad about it. It, it does change the way your ski season goes by a long shot.
3: No, no question. It, it's opened up my life. The skiing. I mean, I, I'm going everywhere, and everywhere I go, they take this path. Let me stop again. And in fact, France and Japan are on the list too. So yeah, they're, yeah, we're going to be skiing our whole life, hopefully.
1: Speaking of skiing, later in the program on Snow Day, I connected earlier this morning with Travis Holland from Solitude to find out what their uh totals were, and I think it's above three feet, actually. Uh, from this last storm, and then we talked about, finally, something you and I had talked about, Navi, and that is uh, the yurt experience where you can snowshoe in at night under the moonlight, have a nice dinner, and then snowshoe back out.
3: That sounds like a lot of fun, seriously. Yeah. You know what
1: else is going on this weekend, Russell? What? And it's, I, I think it's appropriate that you're back following the loss of your dad. It is Snow Goose Festival. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. They, he had pictures. He had like six pictures of the snow goose really? going up and down, you
1: know. One of our great memories, yeah. mine anyway, it was the chance that we finally said, because we said every year we're going to yeah. go down, we're going to go down, we're going to go down, we could stay at your dad's place. We did that. We yeah. broadcast from his kitchen, if I remember right. It's a big deal, yeah. And took the short drive out to Gunnison Bend Reservoir. Uh, so we'll talk about that in our um, news of the week a little later in this half hour. Because I did see from the Division of Wildlife that the geese started to arrive a couple of days ago. Oh, good. And they're hoping to have I don't know ten or twenty thousand. You have to it's guess at up. this
2: stuff. Every every uh, ne- every nest is booked up. I'm sure it is. <laughs> oh, I get it. No, but actually all the hotels are booked, but not for that. They have a huge construction. I thought you were talking
1: about the geese making their reservations as they came their way through. Uh, Bear River Lodge, of course, the sponsor of this program, Roger Eggett, will join me uh, later in this half hour. Join us all later in this half hour. I'm going to guess they really got dumped on up there. And so the snowmobiles are going to be roaring for even longer. Navi's going to have some fish bites. I don't know how you're going to do that with your mind so set on uh, skiing, but you you are uh, able to chew gum and walk or ski at the same time, right?
3: Oh, absolutely. And I can talk about cutthroat trout and ski. Yeah. No problem. Uh, and appropriate, you're
1: talking about cutthroat trout today because there's a couple of projects that Faith Jolly wanted to share with us from the Division of Wildlife Resources uh, that will give you an example of some of the great work that's being done behind the scenes. So we'll look forward to that to start the next hour. We'll go road tripping with Bob and Mark. I already mentioned that Travis Holland checks in from uh, Solitude. And then, man, I'll tell you, I haven't heard back from Craig Gordon at the Avalanche Center, but that might be because he's neck deep in it up there there somewhere. (laughs) Um, I would imagine there's some big concerns with that much snow coming down in a short period of time. We had 21 inches. This is not drift. 21 inches of actual snowfall in West Jordan. And then the drifts were three to four feet deep in my driveway. So it took it took a couple of hours yesterday with the uh, snowblower to start making my way through all of that. So uh, lots to do, obviously, over the next two hours. We hope you'll decide to stay with us. And we're really glad you're back again for a Saturday morning here on KSL. We'll take a break when we come back. It is the news of the week. So uh, stay with us. More of KSL Outdoors Radio coming up. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Tim, Russ, Nami, all here for another Saturday morning. Nice to have you listening. Let's uh, begin with our news of the week. Russ, talking about what we uh, mentioned a minute ago. The Snow Goose Festival is happening down at Delta. This is really a big deal for small town Delta. It is. It's
2: a, it's a really big deal. Um, they get pretty crowded. They they have a they actually have a festival with all kinds of stuff going on, but. Uh, the thing to do is to get out there to to the lake Gunnison Bend Reservoir and take and just be there with the geese. What is that? Five, 10 miles outside of town, yeah, something it's not like that. very far. Yeah, they, they should have all that marked out by now.
1: Yeah, they've got great yeah. signage and things, and they've got spotting scopes. But if you've got your own binoculars or something, come along. But if they get the ten thousand geese they anticipate, yeah. you don't need. Uh, binoculars to feel it
2: and see it. You'll know when they take off.
1: It is a wildlife spectacle that maybe you'd only see on National uh, Geographic if you didn't do it yourself. But uh, as you said, they've got activities. You know one of the best things? They're selling merchandise. And Mm -hmm. I saw sweatshirts that said, I got goosed. Goosed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the many things that are available, and you can uh, Google search it by just checking the Delta Chamber of Commerce. Uh, it really is a big deal to them wish you had your uh, computer with you navi but i'm glad you don't because that means you're out and about having a good time Uh, i posted a picture that actually adam Eagle shared for his ksl outdoors television show of uh, ice fishing trophy lake trout up at uh, flaming gorge and there's uh, a guy with quite a look on his face i don't know how you get those things through the ice but that's a massive fish how big was it, Tim? Uh, you know, let me see if they actually tell us. All I was doing was looking at the photo, and I don't think it actually lists the uh, the
2: size of it. Size of about an 8-year-old kid.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, there are regulations about the size of a hole you can drill, right? So you have no choice. If you see that beak start to poke up through the hole, you've got to find a way to get them out of there.
3: That's the hardest part when you get a big one. I have no idea. I had no idea there was an ordinance about how big the hole had to be. It could be.
1: I'm pretty sure there is.
3: The augers are 8 to 10 inches in diameter, so that's all I know.
1: Yeah. Speaking of ice fishing, I also posted a photo, which this is a great one. Uh, There were some ice fishermen that were out at East Canyon State Park when all of a sudden, talk about a wildlife viewing opportunity, uh, an entire herd of deer started to make their way across the ice. So these guys are out there. You know, doing their fishing and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten or twelve of these deer that just wander probably within twenty yards of the fishermen and felt that. felt no threats, so they yeah. make their way across the ice. That's crazy. And then one more note here of uh economic benefit to the state of Utah. They were talking about uh and this goes back all the way to twenty twenty one. They're just getting some of their economic huh. figures in. That's amazing. Yeah, look at that number. 2021's park surge, talking about, you know, the Mighty Five, spurred a record $10.6 billion in Utah tourism economy, according to uh, a new report. So that's the money going into
2: the economy um,
1: for whatever. It says Utah's record 11.2 million national park visits and 11.6 million state park visits uh, helped propel Utah's tourism to a record-setting t- $10.56 billion in spending, according to the uh, Kempsey Gardner Policy right. Institute. Really so it, it wasn't all from those entries, but it did add to the uh, overall tourism right. of the state. The surge, they said, in spending represents a 42.5% increase from 2020 uh, as the COVID pandemic slowed down uh, glo- global traveling and more people stayed close to home. Just impressive numbers. I did put that... On our uh, Facebook page, if you want to take a look at it and you've got some time to take a look at it, and I'm reminded again, and uh, Mark and and uh, Bob do this from time to time because they're down at that end of the valley, or at least Bob is, or down at that end of the state, that you don't have to just visit the state parks or the uh, national parks in the summertime. There's great opportunities and maybe some of the best opportunities to see places like uh,
2: Bri- uh, Bryce Canyon. Bryce Canyon. This time of year. Everything around Moab, it's a great time of year. Just watch those roads. They can get nasty. Yeah.
1: So, anyway, uh, check out those photos. Check out the articles. It's great stuff. On our uh, Facebook page, just KSL Outdoors Radio. Make sure you put radio on there or you'll end up on Adam Eagle's page, yeah. which is you fine. You'll want to go there. He does <laughs> a good job. Yeah. Uh, But uh, make sure you put KSL Outdoors Radio. Take another break. Coming up on the half hour, we are going to head over to Bear River Lodge, talk to uh, Roger Agate, find out what kind of a snow dump they got this week. I'm sure it's massive. Stay with us.